Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of The Fake Cave. I have one of my uh, favorite followers on social media, Robert Rudman from Mattel on the line. Robert, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing good, Phil. How are you? Uh, you know, technical issues aside, we're getting on here. I'm uh, in the basement of our uh, our beach house here up in Rhode Island, and I wanted to get you on. We have a lot of important Mattel stuff to talk about. For taking some time out for me tonight, man. I'm more than happy to. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm really excited. You know, you and I have become pretty uh, pretty chummy on the boards over the uh, over the past. Um, I, I feel like over the past pandemic was when we uh, first started. Actually, no, it was almost at the beginning of the the major figure thing when you and I started yeah. chatting. We're yep. Like, oh, we're both from Baltimore. Yeah, that was the, the binding uh, uh-huh. binding uh, feature there. Yeah, just tell the people before we get started because we have a lot of Mattel uh, stuff to talk about here. I've picked the brains of a lot of buddies who uh, have some tough questions for you, but uh, I want to know your background. You're, you're from here in Baltimore. What brought you out to the West Coast to work for Mattel, and how did you get from, from here to there? Uh, I started out over at uh, Diamond Comic Distributors. The uh, the guy who owns that, Steve Jeffy, owns a bunch of local businesses in Baltimore, Baltimore Magazine, Baltimore Sports Museum. Diamond Select Toys is probably the one that most people out there are going to know. Um, and that's where I kickstarted my career, uh, working for Previews Magazine, who, uh, who goes to comic stores, knows those giant catalogs. Um, so yeah, I used to do all the descriptions on that. Eventually, um, moved out here um, just for like a little bit of a change of scenery. One of my really good friends was living out here. I came out and visited him and was like, yeah, this feels like the right time for, for me to um, kind of pick up my stuff and, and try something new out in life. And um, it wound up working out. I mean, I started out in a small toy company uh, then bumped over to Jack's in kind of oh, like wow. the, yeah, and kind of like the, the, it, it was right at the end of their relationship with WWE. So I was there during transition from when WWE from Jack's over to Mattel. Um, and yes, I did work with, uh, with Jeremy. I did work with Greg. Um, those guys, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny how it's like, you know, the, the industry is very small and, uh, you know, it's, it, you bump into people and, you know, you, you just kind of build a, that little bit of friendship that's going around. So, uh, uh, so after that, um, you know, I, I got a little bit into video games. I worked over at Activision for a little bit when they were, uh, during the first Black Ops campaign. And wow. Event, yeah, yeah, no, it was fun. They were trying, like, this, like, social media platform, uh, Call of Duty Elite and, I don't think that's still up, but um, but yeah, trying to launch that, and um, and then eventually made it over at Mattel. Actually, didn't even start out in the action figure section. I uh, I was on the fashion doll side and helped launch this like uh, fairy fairy tale fashion doll line called Ever After High. And anyone out who's out there who has girls, the shows are still on Netflix, and I still stand by it as a story. So. Um, wow! Yeah, <laughs> if you if you have a daughter who's right about that age, you know, give it a watch. Let me know. Uh, <laughs> l- 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 let let me know how she likes it. Um, and then um, and then it was time for a little bit of a transition. A position opened up over on the action figure side, um, and it was right place, right time, right fit. Um, 
Bill McKenna within a few weeks said he gave me he gave me the compliment and he might deny this but I'm I'll still hold him to it that uh that them bringing me on to the WWE team was one of the best teams was one of the best moves that Mattel for me so that's my little Barry Horowitz moment Oh, very nice. Bill McKenna. It it was just such a perfect fit. I've been a wrestling fan ever since. Like, my, I I remember when Tito took the belt off Valentine. That's how long I've been watching wrestling. Oh, man. Old school. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. LGNs, that was my childhood. Um, That was going to be my second question. How how long have you been a, a wrestling fan? How did you fall into this? But that 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 works perfectly. So when you're when you're applying for a job like that, you just kind of like tell them like, hey, I've been like I live and breathe this. Is that like, does that really matter? Like, is that I mean, you and Bill and and Steve, you guys are all hardcore wrestling fans. Is that I mean, it helps. Does that come into play? I mean, it's got to help, right? I mean, if, I mean, I sell wine. I have to like, you know, I can't just not drink alcohol and like not you know be able to speak to what I'm talking about. So that that probably helps you a lot your day-to-day work for sure oh 100 especially with what i do because since since i'm writing all the stuff whether it's like on packaging or you know we're working on a promotion and i have to i, I i've got to write uh write a script for triple h I've, I've written a couple in triple h's voice and um when we did our comic-con panel with uh when they had broski and hawkins um aj and becky and matt hardy so I got to write that whole intro and I got to kind of like work with Matt in his woken Matt voice, the broken, cool. the broken character. I was like, so getting a chance to write a little promo in the broken voice, little opportunities, like you, you gotta know what these guys sound like. Cause you know, that's, I, I feel like that people can smell inauthentic, like words from a mile away you can tell when someone is a fan and when someone isn't a fan um and kind of like and i think that right now with the team that we have it's a real because like you said myself steve bill and we're not the only ones on the team who are fans of wrestling um we go to there's like a whole group of us that when you know pre-covid we would go to um we would all go to these like monthly uh, local wrestling shows over at PCW Ultra, and that's where like I first saw Swerve, and that was where I first saw like the very first match I saw there was uh, Jay White versus Flip Gordon opening. Match. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> um, so you get to get to see some really cool. Stuff. So it's like people who are really really into it. Um, everyone's got. Um, Everyone was really kind of adding their own voice to um, and, and collaborates really well together on that team. And I think that's one of the reasons why our lines are really firing on all cylinders. Like I feel, you know, they, I, I think that like due to unforeseen circumstances, you had stuff where it was like the, the new shaved head brawn and money in the bank Otis. Um, like you, you occasionally have like weird timing misfires like that, but I would say, by and large, our lineups have been kind of nailing it. By and large, for a couple of years now. Oh, I, I agree. I mean, you guys, you know, I when this Mattel Creations thing came out, I was like overjoyed and, and also upset because it was right in my wheelhouse. I knew I had to get it, so we can get into that real quick. Um, that's the main reason we're here to talk about this. You are on social media, uh, on Instagram. Yes, really, Rob. Is that right? 
That is on uh, on IG. It's yes, really Rob. On yeah, Twitter, Instagram. It's uh, uh, Instagram. Instagram yep. is yes, really Rob. Yeah, and then Twitter is Robert in three D. So you guys are awesome, super uh, receptive to fans. When people ask you questions, even you know how, how mundane some of them probably are. But um, the real reason we're here is the Mattel Creations website and this cra- first ever crowdfunding uh, WWE venture that you guys have. So it's Creations the website. Um, if you're living under a rock, I don't know, you know, if you've never heard of it, but uh, there, there's other toy companies that do this. And I know Mattel has done it from some other things that we're doing this here now. It's the ultimate edition new. Yeah, um, we need to get to 5,000 people to get this thing made. Uh, right now we have 12 days left. Left, we're almost at 50 percent, which has really taken a big jump over the last week or so. It has. Um, it's been really encouraging. Like I'm watching these numbers yeah. tick up and. Uh, mid 150 kind of like pecking and we're getting to like we're getting to a couple of these um of these make it or uh, make it or break it points for people where it's like you know people who are on the fence with like is the is having the macho man worth it yeah it it i think i lost you there but i'm gonna fill in the gaps here while i i don't know what's wrong with my internet here maybe it's yours but we'll we're at 2,309 backers right now. The uh, the arena is $250, but with that you get the the, the new generation ring, which is elite scale, uh, has you know the fabric pads, has the the nice Hello? ring skirts. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going through with everything. I, I lost you for a second there, but I'm just going through everything that is included in this. Um, we have the Diesel Ultimate Edition figure, obviously the light up entrance way, which is you know a one of a kind tooling that you guys are doing for this. Um, and then you've added on the second tier for 7,000 backers, we get the Ultimate Edition Doink. 8,000 backers, we get the swappable ring skirts. And then last week, you guys added that Macho Man from WrestleMania 10, which is had, I mean, I, that day I had to sign up and I know a lot of people did. That was an awesome addition to this. And I think it really makes the value of it, you know, I think it's a no brainer. Uh-oh. Lost Robert there for a second. Robert, you there? I am. Can you uh, hear me? So, yeah, I can. I'm sorry. I, I just oh, ran no, down. No, I ran it's down a... everything we had included with this ring here, yep. and, and just talked about how we have um, we've seen a, a huge number of people jump onto this. What? Um, yeah, and, uh, and 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 I think that's like the, uh, the the other thing with the Macho Madness announcers pack is, um, you know, we're, we're really trying to be aware of what people are saying and be in the moment. I mean, I think that it's been no secret for anyone who's paid attention. Um, I've, I've been really I've been really kind of trying to pay attention to what people are saying. Steve has been trying to pay attention. The whole team has, and we're trying to be reactive in the moment. Uh, you know, through the through the ability for people to have from getting charged up front, depending charges, and then people were also talking about their value perception. I mean, the cost is definitely there, but value perception for people is really important. So we definitely wanted to give them something. They were talking about would need a new figure, would need an addition to the ring. And so here you go. Here's your chance. It's WrestleMania 10 Macho Man, a figure that I don't. 
we didn't know if we would ever be able to do it because it's so deco intensive. On top of which, you've got the second hat to double them up as an announcer. If you kind of like to do the side, the um, the the if, if you want to do the Macho Man as the ring announcer from when he was doing that in the '90s, uh, and why wouldn't you when he's coming with an announcer's table with an extra headset for Vince or Roddy mm-hmm. or yep. Gorilla, um, and. Uh, and, and and it was really and it was really important for us not just to add value, but I think I, I think that when people saw that we were listening to them and that we were reacting in the moment to try to do that, I think that meant a lot to some people. I I, I saw someone post like I you know I wasn't going to I wasn't going to back this, um, but just the fact that you guys are showing that you're listening to the fans makes me want to support you so you got so so you have my backing yeah i mean i'll be up front with you i I was gonna back it but i was kind of on a wait and see type of approach especially because you guys hadn't you know you were you were charging cards right away you know the price from deal but i i'm not a actor i'm not a you know entranceway guy i mean those things look awesome they're great for figure photography but adding those figures and, and letting us know number one they're going to come in the ultimate edition packaging i mean this macho man you know if, if you're at four thousand or even if you're at, if you hit it at five thousand if there's only five thousand macho man's made i mean i i don't know how many ultimate edition figures you make i'm assuming it's 20 30 000. i mean i'm making those numbers off, off it's the top like, of my it, head it's, it's definitely more than five thousand and it's okay. more than yeah. and it's more than seven it's a lot more than seven thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So if we wind up unlocking Doink two, then you know I'm I'm not saying that's like uh, a, a rare chase figure, but it there's it's it's not at mass. Like people aren't going to be walking into Target and Walmart mm-hmm. and seeing Macho Man WrestleMania ten or Diesel or Doink just sitting on the shelf and being like, oh, I remember this guy. Like yep. no, it's like you have to be here in this moment and purchase within 30 days. Um, so it's really going to have, like, like this is for that macho, for Doink. I mean, Doink doesn't really line up with, like, you, you take a look at our Ultimate Edition collection. We've got Brett, we've got Hogan, <laughs> we've got Flair, we've got, we've got Sean, we've got Austin, we got Rock, we got, you know, Hunter. And so Doink, as much as we all love Doink, and I want that ultimate Doink, him going mainline and ultimate currently really doesn't fit in with that same kind of thing. So this year, like I've seen people be like, you know, they're going to remake that Doink. Probably not, guys. No, yeah. So, um, you know, it, 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 trying to get stuff to happen. And... Hear me? Yeah, yeah, did you... You, you cut out the end of that there, but I apologize. Um, oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're almost at 50% here, which is a good sign. And, you know, I'm full disclosure, I'm a new generation collector. I have every magazine from those that era, every pay-per-view on VHS. Every, I have a full uh, detolf of loose figures. So I was all in on this. But take a step back. How did Mattel decide to do a crowdfunding initiative, number one, and then how did they settle on this new generation arena? I mean, there's uh, crowdfunding has been something that uh, that uh, people have been talking about for a little while now. It's something that's getting some steam in various collector places, like we've seen other places uh, uh, do it, and they've been successful 
uh, they've been successful at doing it. So this seemed like, you know, the, the a good opportunity for Mattel to try something to try something that's different for Mattel, and that wound up being Mattel Creations. Just like you're seeing like a whole bunch of like different executions for different sorts of buyers right right now. They had like that the that Cybertruck where it was only like mm-hmm. a, a small handful of the uh, of that Cybertruck um, and some cool like art designs of different toys. But this is the first time that we're that we're doing a crowdfunding um, and you know the WWE fan of everything in Mattel's portfolio seem like the best place to kind of like kickstart this initiative. Um, you know, you think about the brands that Mattel has, um, and WWE has definitely been rock solid and gaining momentum with the way that uh, with the way that we've been doing business. Wrestling figures are I, look, they're bigger than they've ever been. I mean, I truly think, and I know that the majors have discussed this. We talk about it kind of internally. This is r- really a, a golden age of wrestling figure collecting, and I and it's really cool that we're that we're able to kind of like be in this moment. It's, a, it's an amazing opportunity to kind of be involved in the process of uh, of like the flagship brand figures during this moment in time. So who better than WWE to kind of go forward and do this? And I knew that there were like some internal discussions about what could it be. Um, At the time, uh, you know, there was a lot of discussion about, you know, there hasn't been a true full scale rank. Like Mm -hmm. like, like, like there have been like hits or been misses, but there hasn't really been one. So between that, um, between a, like there was like all of this calls for um, for we want for for retros, which is super iconic from that new generation era, um, and also that neon light up stage that's was so iconic from WrestleMania eight all throughout Raw and Superstars and all of those shows during that time um it's it's not just iconic but for our purposes excuse me for our purposes it was also the best cost fit i've seen people say you know well it should have been attitude era ring or uh or not attitude era ring an attitude era entrance set or, or a modern day entrance set. And those would have been so big. We would have probably been talking about, you know, twice the amount that people are paying for the, for, for the, for the new gen one. Um, so we'll see where, we're, we'll, we will see where the, uh, the plane lands. Um, I feel like that it'll, that it'll land in a good place. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, people will, have uh, have an appetite for for something like that, but we'll see. I mean, it, it, it's something that's brand new. There have definitely been a lot of learnings, both um, on our side, on like what did we do right, what did we do wrong, what's what what people are responding to, what people are not, and um, and then also kind of you know on the um, on the 
on, on the collector side, on the consumer side, how much they're willing to pay, what they're interested in. Like you said, you mentioned, um, you know, the, the ring. I'm not really a ring collector. I don't have room for for a ring. So this is probably going to be the last time we're doing a ring like this, at least for for, for a little while. You mm -hmm. know, message received, loud and clear. You know. Um, not much, not much we're going to do about it right now because <laughs> we've got, you know, this, this is what we're doing and it really is amazing. I think that people are underestimating, like they, they're imagining it. I think, um, how, how it would look on their display, but I don't think people are really imagining the experience mm -hmm. of building the ring. Um, and, um, and and playing around with the entrance light like we're collectors but in order to be a collector you got to be a kid at heart mm -hmm. oh like for sure whenever yeah like whenever you're taking out a figure you're still going you're still getting that same little like serotonin bump in your brain that you did when you were a kid of like that smell of fresh figure and uh and and playing around with it you know it, it, that that's why we do this that's why we love this we're all just big kids at heart well i want to um i told you about this uh over message but i want to add to this and boost this up as much as i can so i've backed it but i'm also going to give one of our listeners a free macho man legend figure all they have to do is i'm going to post this on twitter and on our, our facebook page basically just screenshot that you've backed this screenshot they listen to this episode uh you'll get two entries to win this and um you know i want to just see who's oh. backed it and you know uh make sure that i'm helping you guys as much as i can because you know I'm, i feel like i'm part of the the figure community maybe to a much smaller extent than you guys are but uh, i want to do whatever i can to help this get get taken care of here i so. think I, I think that's awesome and you are and i think that everyone out there who can i've seen people say you know i can't i i love this i can't afford it right now and i'm like you know if you can't afford it you can't afford it and like pressure people into buying something that they something or, or, or anything like that but if people want to kind of like you know every, if you're if, I'm talking to, if I'm talking to you, it's probably over social media, which means you got social media. So if you mm -hmm. want to to just like uh, help spread the word, you know, we're trying to like uh, get, uh, get things going to with the hashtag unlock the arena. Um, you know, feel free to do that. You know, that's a great way to help um, people like yourself, Phil, who have been so myself or Steve or both of us on to to chat about uh to chat about this yeah absolutely everyone is completely part of this same community and i have to say that that giveaway is the cream of the crop oh i like it <laughs> um well you, you touched on this a little bit and I, I don't want to get too i don't know if this is negative but what, what would you guys do differently if if the, on the second crowdfunding campaign if you don't have to go into any specifics but is there anything that you guys i mean you talked about the ring uh, maybe not being the biggest appeal for people i mean there's there's always gonna be people that don't like a certain you know if this was a new generation thing i wouldn't have bought it i have no you know i love that era but i just don't collect it and you know vice versa for people but so so what would you guys do differently with with a second crowdfunding campaign um, I mean, de I mean, definitely no, no ring, uh, you know, price point was definitely a concern. Evaluate that. 
Uh, people were definitely calling for more figures. We're a figure-based business, so that's not a real surprise. So I think, like, um, I, I think that you've got to have more figures, not just as tiers, but um, like in, in my in my opinion, you've kind of got uh, you have the set, and then I feel like you need two guys for a storytelling piece, and then you can unlock more in different mm-hmm. tiers. Mm-hmm. Like you got to have at least two figures. Um, uh, you know, those are those are probably like the main the the main points. No ring, you know, keep 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 the price down and make sure that um, and and make sure that uh, and I think that it's also like I I love Diesel, um, I love Kevin, um, you know, I think that we would definitely need to evaluate kind of I you know would we have would we have done it differently. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, would it would have been better to kind of do the and and macho or the ring and blank, and then have diesel or but diesel is kind of like the the diesel supposed to be the the main the main event attraction. So, uh, you know, evaluating who we're putting in there, maybe like uh, with a, with a little bit more scrutiny, um, and yeah, I mean aside. That those are probably like the big, the the the, the biggest takeaways, yeah. as far as like what we would do, what we would do next time. And then the other thing is is size. Everyone is saying I don't have enough room for this. Gen entrance stage is awesome and it's great, but and fortunately it's not that big. But if we were to do like an Attitude Era stage, that would take up an entire. Oh shelf. gosh, yeah, the SmackDown right? one too. It's just insane. I, I have a couple. I know the, I, I the, the SmackDown fist for sure. I don't. I don't know a, a, a one hundredth of what you guys know about this business, so I'm not going to pretend like I do. But I have. I have a couple of things. I, I don't. I don't think bringing it out on on that weekend when when people had spent a bunch of money and, and you know if we would have released this or, or announced this like you know two months later um mm-hmm. the comic-con at home thing people had just spent so much money um and, and then also like i i feel like that eight thousand tier needs to be like a, a coup de gras like oh my god type of thing where that's that's what we need to get to we're not even thinking about the five thousand you know what i mean we we're, we're thinking about that eight thousand level and I feel like with those ring skirts, people are, 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 are really focused on that doink. People love that doink. I mean, it looks amazing. Um, that's the only two I could think of. But I, I think you guys Those are done. two great points. Those are two completely yeah. valid and really good points. And, you know, we've talked about that stuff as well. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, the... the the ring skirts could have been something else. You know, probably... I think that when... That that's another. I think that people don't really feel like that. That was enough. That's another common one that we have heard, um, and 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 there are like a lot of different things that happen with the timing of it. Not just what you mentioned, but a lot of different factors. Mm-hmm. Um, some stuff that was in our control, and some stuff that was completely out of our control. Yeah. Um, that 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 were happening at the same time. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure if it's necessarily at. I'm, I don't know if it's. Ne- you know, and I'm not sure if it's necessarily at uh, at Comic Con. I think that it was like you know the the w- when we when we initially announced it. You know, I think that people got really excited. Yeah. Oh, for and, sure. But we didn't 
say we didn't say go to Mattel Creations now and you can start backing right this moment. We it was like a couple of days later when we revealed it. So initially I think you had people who were like just really excited to get it and they were like, "Oh my god, this is so amazing. I got to have it." And and they were just feeling that emotion and we didn't capitalize uh, by, by 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 really gotcha. by really capturing and when you kind of like sit on something for a little while and you start thinking about it and you start evaluating well how much did i did i actually spend it like people spend tons of money at comic-con all the time so yeah, i yeah. so i don't so i don't know if necessarily comic-con was worth time was the worst time to do it i think it was giving like like not not capturing that excitement in a bottle when it was first happening so that way when we actually did start to back it was a much steeper lift in order to kind of like get things get things going um it was a little bit of a, of a uh, initial momentum halter i think out of the gate but then once we um but the, i i i think it was like the the the, the macho madness announcers pack like I felt got things back on track for us. Uh, no, I know I totally agree. Let's let's switch gears. I have a bunch of questions from people that have wanted to kind of pick your brains about stuff. You you were kind of I don't want to say the mastermind behind this Masters of the Universe line, but I know you wrote the comic that was included in there. Obviously, you wrote the copy on the back of the package. That line is coming to an end. Is that is that bittersweet for you? Are you going to miss that? And what what do you think is next? As far as like a dream crossover that you'd love to see WWE do, because we've oh, seen Ghostbusters, now we've seen Masters of the Universe. You guys have done a lot of cool stuff. Oh, uh, for sure. Um, it, I mean, definitely bittersweet. Um, you know, I I absolutely loved writing that line. It's two things I absolutely love, and you know, wrestlers are basically kind of real life superheroes. Mm-hmm. So to actually yeah. take these exaggerated personalities and give them basically superpowers in this world of WWE tourney is so much fun. Um, thinking of like how you can do these fun little crossovers is awesome. Seeing Rey Mysterio come out in a match wearing Stratosphere, that's sick. Yeah, oh, that was so awesome. <laughs> um, you know, I there were like some unfortunate things that kind of like, th- that kind of created I, I didn't so much love where we ended up due to some um, unfortunate, you know, business circumstances. Just because it's like three figures, not four, because of timing of things, of, of schedule, um, and just kind of the way that business runs. The, the there aren't any comics for the last two waves. They're written and they're illustrated in ink, but it was like the the schedule didn't line up and we didn't have enough time to color it and go through the go through the changes so i would love if you know if if at one point we could kind of go back to wwe turnia even if just for like a little bit and 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 really kind of celebrate go out in style put out those last couple of comics maybe like it would be awesome to put out all those comics into one little mini collected that would be cool collected issue yeah um so yeah, so yeah, so totally, so totally bitter, bittersweet. For, uh, I, I, I'm looking at them right now. Because <laughs> you collect I, I the normal Masters of the Universe, right? You're a big time collector of those things. Well, I also work on that brand. 
Oh, okay. I work on oh, both. Well. I, I, I work on both WWE and Masters of the Universe. So I also okay. write the comics for the for the Masters of the Universe Origins proper. Um, as far as like next crossovers, um, they, I mean, there's there, there are other things. I, I I gotta be careful here because. Yeah, totally. You know, we because <laughs> of like you know internal discussions and stuff like that. But WWE is definitely a, a brand that can cross over with a lot of different ones. I think that with Masters, especially when dealing with legends like Hulk and Warrior and guys like that, that those two brands are so harmonious with each other because they're just like big, sweaty, muscly dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it fits. It really fits. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you, you know what? I mean, I, I I saw that like Hasbro was doing these like Power Rangers lightning style mashups with turtles, which I think is very interesting. Um, I mean, wrestlers as turtles. Well, they already did that. They already did that. Yeah, they yeah I was did just that. thinking about that. Yeah, that's that was a couple lines that they did in the pack. I think it was really cool for those. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. that sounds like a great idea because yeah. someone already did it a little while ago. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely, uh, there's definitely room for like a lot of different mashups. Um, and, um, you know, I, I I mean, with like this, our new like WWE Hollywood elites aren't mashups, but they're kind of a different way to celebrate the wrestlers outside of their roles inside of the ring. Talk about that a little bit, because that just came out of nowhere. I mean, for, for some reason, everything seems to get spoiled now f- from for different wrestling companies, and that's a story for another day. But these, like, really, we hadn't heard anything about these until they, you know, maybe a week before or a couple of days before someone posted, and everyone thought they were fake, and then you guys <laughs> yeah. posted them on Wal- Walmart's website. And is, is, that a, is that a thing that's going to last for a while? Because there's so many ways. I mean, how many movies is know Kane or or you know uh, Hulk Hogan been in that you guys could do and, and some people were saying it has to be from a certain like movie like producer I don't know if it was Paramount or, or whatever Universal the, the, Universal the, the, the wave is all tied in with Universal properties yeah okay so it's only going to be your Universal movies okay uh, That's good yeah well and, and it's just and it's just uh, these six figures and it was just because it was like uh, it, 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 now you're getting multiple licensors involved so it becomes so if you have like multiple waves and every wave has got a different uh, licensor that you need to deal with. So it's like you have like one guy from Universal and then one guy from yeah. Warner Brothers and it becomes like super, super complicated. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So, so, so doing it with Universal, who Mattel already has a built-in relationship with, with like uh, with, with the Fast Five movies, with Jurassic, you know, it, it, it made it a very good partnership. Um, and it all really started with the They Live Roddy, which was something that's uh, uh, that um, a, a former coworker of ours. It was her. It was something that she presented as a cool way to <laughs> like use use our brands in ways that are a little bit more outside of the box, celebrating a pop culture moment um, with with our WWE guys and. Kind of led to like, can we do something that's like a little bit of a of a bigger statement? And um, we're all the, the two waves of three, which is Roddy and They Live, um, uh, Rock from Hobbs and Shaw, 
Roman from Hobbs and Shaw is in Wave 2. We've got Cena from the new Fast 9. And then the other guys in Wave 2 are... Uh, Andre. Rock, Rock from Scorpion King and Andre from when he was Bigfoot <laughs> as a $6 million man. That one um, is a little like, man, that's that's a throwback. Right? That's a deep cut right there. Uh, uh, that, yeah, that one was definitely a, 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 a passion put in. Sign manager <laughs> Bill McKenna uh, and, and of us were battling him on it. And the figure came out looking so wild. I can't wait to, yeah. for people to see it. it. It's it's so funny. It's so random, and it's so amazing. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's you know, as much as wrestling fans as we are, it's cool to see like these crossovers and different things because it makes your collection so diverse. You know, um, for sure. Especially me, I don't I don't collect anything else besides wrestling figures. I mean, I, I'm I'm into the GI Joes a little bit, but uh, I have buddies who are Star Wars and you know Turtles and NECA and all this stuff, and I, I you know I stick to my lane. Uh, with you guys <laughs> so, so uh, it's cool to have a little bit of a little color on the paper um, I'm, I'm a huge uh, Ultimate Edition guy I have every single one that you guys have made I've pre-ordered now all of them that are coming out um, how did that line come into existence I don't you don't need to go into like you know day one in the boardroom or whatever but you know what, what was the reason for that when you have the elites already I mean obviously the Ultimate Edition are on another level and 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 is that where you see collectors gravitating toward is that line because you with those latest reveals at at comic-con it seems like that is really where you guys are putting a lot of focus on and rightfully so those figures are amazing um that was that started out as steve's idea it's like you know we we can modernize the figures even more do updated articulation do do swappable parts um and uh and, and it'll be a way, like, we're always talking about how can we do a deluxe line? And this is how you do a deluxe WWE figure. It's, mm-hmm. you, you make it you make it in scale with everything else, but it's a completely different figure experience. Um, and, you know, it, t- it took a little while to, to kind of get its legs under it, but man, it's just completely taken off. And um, and I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you, Phil. Like, if... Like I, I collect a few other things. Um, a few, try not to get too crazy. I've got my I've got my loft, and that's my allowed space in the house. Yeah, yeah um, same way. <laughs> so, um, so uh, if I only one line, like to collect, and they're and my wife was like, "You have to get you can keep one thing, but you got to get rid of anything else." It would be, it, it would be Ultimate Edition. Like I just love yeah. these figures. Um, and it's good. People yeah. get people get people get excited for them, um, and since they're since they become really our premier action figure, when we want to do something that is that's that's more premium, I think that it, that now are you know it's. There's really no other option for us. Like ultimate, it's got to be an ultimate edition figure, or else it's not going to feel as premium as it should. Like I feel like if the like like take the take the arena for an example, um, if it was if it was like ultimate if it, instead of an ultimate edition doink or an ultimate edition diesel, it was an elite an elite doink and an elite diesel. Like it would have been met with an absolute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have the same you know, feel for sure. It, yeah, it definitely it, has a premium feel. 
And uh, I, I don't remember what line it was. Me and my buddy Darius collect them. And it was like, you know, the, the fourth or fifth line. You guys skipped us. I don't know if it was right before the pandemic or something. Kind of skipped going to stores. And it was just on, I think it was like the Charlotte and the Rock. We're like, oh, geez, this line might be over. Let's, you know, let's see what's going on. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, Absolutely. we're like, you know, it just didn't seem like, you know, you guys do that sometimes. We're kind of just putters out. You guys, you know, go with a different line or you guys are always just kind of evolving, which is good. Um, but it, it didn't, you know, it just kind of kept going, which was awesome. And now you're seeing like this uh, Target exclusive Batista and now the stuff, you know, the Sergeant Slaughter, San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, you- the Amazon Hulk and Jeff. Yeah. Which, um, which were, which look amazing. So, I mean, it's, I think it's the sky's the limit for those. And I think you know, the people doing the figure photography are amazing with them. It's just, you know, it's a whole different ballgame. So there's so much fun to pose. I mean, dude, when you get that ultimate Jeff, I mean, it's like joking about this someplace else i was like because people were making jokes about how like the head was a little bit too small the body was a little bit too broad which you know in my opinion it it is um but the figure is absolutely amazing and when you get it in hand and how he can really get his arms under him to do to do like the the guns Mm, like like, yeah. like with like with the elites, so you you can do it, but the the arm skull because of the the nature of the sculpt, the arms kind of hang out to the side. But with the ultimates and the butterfly joints, you can really get in there and really get like a full on Jeff Hardy back pose because he's a very like um, he, he he his he, he's got a, he's got a very distinct sort of body language, mm-hmm. you know. He does kind of like when he gets to the turnbuckle. It's almost like he's a he's a modern dancer with the way that he kind of like bends his bends his back out and puts his chest forward and 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 the way that he puts his arms. You can get you can get the sense of that with an elite, but with this ultimate Jeff, like you can get it perfect. Like I I don't know these are these are figures where it's like it's not just like fun to fun to look at when you pose them, but like. If you have an kind of like pull it off your shelf and 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 play around with it, like they're just fun figures to mess around with. I'm gonna take your word for it, Robert. I don't take anything out of the package, as you know, but that that is one of my main selling points. The box. Oh, that's right. Are, You're a Vincent card guy. Yeah, the, the the boxes though are just like I love the big size of the box, the huge window on them. The, you know, the copy on the back is always great, and you know, you guys, it just looks like a a premium item. I hope that the the boxes never change. What what is the reason the elite boxes change sizes so often? Is that is that a question you get a lot? Every now and again. It's, it's part of our strategy. It's part of our DNA. Um, we have, it, it allows us to have uh, freshness on shelf. So before okay. you could, you would have seen it with like, um, you know, Transformers or GI Joes. They do these like small little changes. But for us, it's like we do, um, we do like big changes and then like and a little bit of like slight changes. And then we'll have like where we do another really big change to to change things up, um, and it just it 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 it, it, it gives um, I don't know it it makes it always feel like that our line is new for whenever someone comes over, so there isn't ever any um, datedness about the packaging, and also okay, you've got you, and and also you have certain things like 
constant cost reductions for packaging. Like I, there's no way we'd be able to do those like that those first series of WW structure and with that size and with that amount of plastic, it would be way too expensive by today's standards. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can just imagine that the they, you had a, a couple of years there it was just kind of like a rectangle box, like kind of a very symmetric. And you cut down the sides a little bit. I'm, I'm sure, like when you're making millions of items, that that little cut cutting there on the corner probably saves a good amount. So uh, it, it does make sense. Um, this is a tough question I have on here. All-time favorite wrestling figure Mattel has produced during your time working there. I don't know if you need to take time to look around the room. You can. You can you can put a pause on that if you need. So, talking. No 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 I, I I do I do have one and it's oh, for wow. sentiment and and it's for sentimental reasons, and uh, it was our very first Pete Dunn the collector's oh edition figure because as done I was like like I didn't I, I'm a huge Pete Dunn mark. And I have been ever since I first saw him. Like, I love the way he wrestles. I love his character work. Um, my wife just kind of introduced him. She's like, it's weird. It's like, he's not a big guy, but he wrestles. Like, he's not afraid of anyone's size. I'm like, yeah, he's an absolute pit bull in there. Like, that's what I, that's what I love about the guy. Um, so as soon as I saw him, I was like, hey, Bill, can we, uh, when, how do you think he'd done in there? And in the process of designing it, Bill would kind of bring it by my cube and kind of be like, what do you think? Like, he'd like look at the face and look at the deco and he'd be like, you know, I know that this is really important to you. So I just want to make sure that I get your approval before I make my notes. And, um, and so, and so for, for, because of that, because I really felt like that, um, this was the first figure where that, where, where I got to, I, 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 it was because my obnoxious pushing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like was like I wasn't letting go of it and because um, and because Bill also knew that this was an important figure for me as a guy who just became a fan of this guy in the modern day um, so for sentimental reasons I've got to say that uh, that collector's edition Pete Dunn Robert, it's this is gonna sound totally made up. As I was asking you that question, that's the figure that popped into my head. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. The only reason, I mean, it's a great figure, but for me, it, it remind it's it, it's nostalgic for me because that's when I first was had met some friends who were collectors through Facebook, and we that was the first figure I really hunted, like going to Target in the morning and checking the numbers on websites and trying to find that figure. And it's so crazy that, fine. yeah, 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 it was. And it's, it's an awesome, it's an amazing figure. Not in, not, he's a wrestler I like. I don't, you know, it's not like an all-time favorite wrestler, but that figure, for some reason, as I was asking that question, it's so weird that you said that. It's like uh, like ESP or something. But uh, It's, kiz- yeah, it's, it's kismet, a, it's, man. Yeah, it must be because, uh, yeah, I have, I have good memories of that figure as well. It was, uh, it was a good time tra- uh, tracking that thing down. Um, do you... My buddy Chris wanted me to ask this. Do you find it being like transparent on social media, semi-transparent, like to, to the you know the, the people that follow you and the collectors? Do you find that to be a, a double-edged sword, as you know, interacting with the fan base? I mean, I love it. I'm sure you have some pros and cons, just because 
you, know, you have an actual job to do. You don't you can't just sit around and answer questions on Twitter all day. But do you think it's good that you guys are out there? I mean, I think it is. I think that it is. I mean, people. I think that people really like interactions with uh, with the people who are on the team. They they, they like to ask questions to provide insights when we can because ultimately we're fans too. Like when I'm not doing my WWE stuff or my stuff at Comic-Con, I'm going into other panels to check stuff out of other things that I collect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and, and I want to know the, the stuff that people want to know about, about, about our stuff. Uh, and it's very meaningful to kind of like hear what, to, to kind of hear what, what people have on tap every now and again someone who's who tries to get himself over but you know whatever it is what it is i've been on i mean i'm <laughs> i've been on the <laughs> internet since the internet was a thing so there you go you know from from, from the from chat rooms to message boards to to to, to whatever you know and get themselves over it's there's just it, 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 it just comes with yeah yeah it, it come it comes with the territory uh the only thing i don't like it, is when people try to like bully other people or say bad things about uh, about um, you know when they when they try to when they try to mock them about like getting something or not getting something. There's been like all this like heated discussion about like the ring from the supporters to the people who are interested, and then I've seen like some warfare. It's like guys just chill out. We I want you to back this. We all want you to back this. We're not at war with each other. <laughs> like yeah, it's. it's it, so so um so yeah i mean the, i think that for the most part um people ask questions people ask questions that they that that are if i can answer them i'm more than to them if people ask me a question like when is so and so coming out in the lineup <laughs> i'm always like uh, same uh, answer that i gave you last time you'll find out the worst. When we this is the worst because you can't you guys couldn't tell us even if you if you had it ready to go you know what i mean like that's not something that obviously you guys were able to tell us so no um, no and, and and i think that there's like a way to and and then we'll get like the 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 one has like i want can you guys please do this person and we're like you know that you know thanks for the thanks for the suggestion you know good to know that people want it and they're like cool here's a massive list of other people that i want it's just like (laughs) (laughs) duke the dumpster drossy and stuff like that yeah yeah but you know what i i I mean but that's also kind of the 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 it's part of the passion like people want to yeah if you didn't have those people if you didn't have those people then you you wouldn't have you know you know the sales that you guys do so you have to you know it's a it's it's tough no, I mean part of the reasons why like you're seeing like first a lot of the first time in the in the line female superstars um is because we were getting like a lot of requests from female figure collectors of like you know you guys are doing a lot of Alexa and you're doing a lot of the four horsewomen but what about like all these other uh, uh, so because there was you know we got enough noise we were like okay spot where we can put it in and gotten a lot of positive feedback. People are getting like their Tony Storm, or you know, they're, mm-hmm. uh, or, or they're getting you know that first time like Tegan Knox or something like that. Um, so, um, so it, you know, it's 
I collectors are collectors. I'm a collect. Get it. And I'm cool. You know, I'm cool with it. Just be, just be cool. I think. I think the other thing is just kind of like respect that us who are working to, mm-hmm. um, to, to to really try to give people what we want. We're not trying to piss people off. We really do <laughs> want to make people happy. Yeah, you guys, you guys would love it if these uh, Ultimate Edition pre-orders were on Amazon forever. I'm sure because you'd make a lot more money. You know, Ooh, but... I got some stories. Oh man, <laughs> I, that's you know, I could pick your brain about that forever. That was that was pretty frustrating for people. And the, you know, the, 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 there are gonna there, there are that there are gonna be. Uh, more, I believe. I'm not sure exactly when, but I know that Steve has been talking about um, that there's like that one's kind of if you didn't get the the Jeff or the Hulk and you missed out on those quick pre-orders, um, I, I do believe that there are more coming, um, so please hang tight with us. That's, that's good to know. Good questions. I, I know we've kept you here for a while, but it's, it's been awesome. No, nah, man, it's, a, it, it's fun. I'm more than happy. Let's go another hour. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's asleep on the bed next to me so she's uh she's ready to, <laughs> for me to be done with this <laughs> she's like, uh, no. i can talk to you for a long time uh the retros are back thank god i, I have every single one i i've i haven't been collecting for my entire life i didn't have any of the jacks or anything but i i don't remember a line coming back like this i mean you did it with the legends obviously but the retros was it just brought back was this the plan you know forever to bring these back or when they were put on ice or whatever was that just a nice way to say that they're canceled and you just heard from the masses that these need to come back no there was okay the the we won retro movement um when retros were canceled it was a huge mess at retail right Mm -hmm. and i and i think that that was like you know that, that that was pretty widely recorded um so the line the line had to come to an end um Due to I'm, I don't remember if it was like the because of, it, it was it was something to do with like the business situation, but people were chanting we want retros. People really said we want retros, and we were saying, um, you know, hang tight. They didn't. No one believed us for the longest time. Hey, no, no. <laughs> but it was. But it really was like, can we find a what is the right space that we can get these out in? Um. And Mattel Creations, the direct-to-consumer model, wound up being the right space. Like, we'll create however many of these that we're able to and um, and get them out to the people who really want it. You don't have to worry about trying to place them at Target or place them at Walmart. And that, because it's you're you're get you're giving them straight to the people who want them. Um, so it, I wouldn't say that it was like in the plans to like ice and then bring back it got iced and but because um but because you know our team is so in tap with the community um and i know that that steve was like really he was like it was always in the back of his mind about like you know where's the opportunity where i can put this you know he's our marketing guy who really can who, who, who really can talk to the business plan end of things um and yeah, it was like it, it managed to get back because we because we heard the passion. We didn't necessarily we didn't we we understood the letdown that fans were having of their experience 
with that line and the fact that they didn't want it to die. Um, even though I think like our last wave was one of our stronger ones. I mean, that was a diesel wave. And oh yeah, that was an amazing figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we, so so now Mattel Creations bringing it back, and with her couple of first time things, um, you know, we've got our first time announcer with with Gene, and uh, first time air, airplane spin action with Mister T, um, and they're all going to be packaged out together, so you don't have to worry about any stragglers. Um, and you know we'll we'll see. We've got we, we've got these guys, and people have said they wanted retros, and now retros are here. And as long as people keep buying them, we'll keep teeing them up for people. This will be Mattel Creations only, but it will not be a crowdfunding thing. It'll just be they'll be up for pre-order. You buy them. Um, with with Mattel Creations, does stuff sell like would it be like the Sergeant Slaughter where we would have like a week to pre-order whether it be just like a i mean is that too far out to know that kind of stuff you know i don't know the details of the plan i don't think i i, I doubt it's going to be like the sarge it um you know the sarge was one that was kind of run in quick quantities um and uh and, and plus it was a comic-con exclusive yeah, yeah um so um so i wish i could give you like a little bit more info but i don't unfortunately i don't have that at my disposal but we definitely don't want another Sarge situation about like, hey guys, retros are up. Whoops, they're back in three minutes while they're in your box. Oh my God, people would probably hunt us down. They would find out where I live oh and hunt gosh. me down and crucify me. Yeah, that <laughs> so was... Let's avoid that. That was a frustrating week, to, to say the least, of uh, trying to give you guys my money. But it all worked out at the end. It's good to be a member of like one of these Facebook groups. We have a fig cave group that you know people will be out in the hunt and looking for legends and um, you know, if I can't find something somebody else does, we, we help each other out. And that's really, you know, with with how popular the lines have gotten, it's what we have to do. And that's a good thing, I feel like. It's, you know, yeah. I do feel like distribution, you know, had, over the last, I don't know if you guys pumped things up for the pandemic and just saw like an increase. But I would say the last two, three months, I, I re- really can't complain of, about Target and Walmart. I feel like you guys have had pretty full pegs. You know, and, and you guys got bashed for that for a long time. So I know that's not something you can control, um, but it, it has been better. So that that's good. Um, well, 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 I definitely think that like our our internal team definitely learned about the um, you know that the errors of teams past where distribution stuff was an issue, and they figured out what was going wrong with that and how to do like a lot more um, wave strategy planning, so that way mm-hmm. stuff didn't clog up. I mean, when was the last time you like you might say, oh, you know, you had the, the Bobby Heaton clog on Legends or something like that, but still fresh Legends are getting out there. One, two, that Bobby clog, it's not our fault that Sting suddenly was like, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going out of here. I'm going to the other guys. Um, you know, so we needed to adjust and, you know, so you had twice as many Bobbies as we were planning out there. But really, when was the last time you saw things hang on, hanging on pegs significantly where it's blocking other stuff out? Um, and all that is due to kind of like, you know, uh, guys like Steve, Steve and guys like Steve who are, um, who, who are doing a really good job of, of, of managing it to make sure that like the flow is really smooth and things are constantly fresh. Uh, Robert, last question that we ask all of our guests on this show, and I hope this never happens. If you were on death row, you had one final meal, you could eat whatever you want, drink whatever you want. What would it be? Dude, bushel, bushel of uh, 
bushel of extra large. There you go. And Natty Bo. Oh man, <laughs> sounds like a good a good time right there. I, yeah. I, I I I miss it. I miss it. Like I love I love where I live. I love it. I love Santa Monica. I love California. I'm always happy when I go back home. And we uh, especially especially during this time of year. And you lay out the table, or you you lay out the newspaper on the table. You you get a family, and you just start and you just start cracking crabs. Um, you know, I definitely would get like a side. I, I I love cakes. I do love crab cakes, but for me, nothing says home. Yeah, like yeah. Lo- like a bushel. Um, and then I'd probably finish it off with a tasty Claire. Oh, okay. Because we it's don't more, get yeah. those out here. <laughs> the the crab cakes are more. The, the crab cakes are good, but the just you know cracking some crabs open is just more of a social. You know, you can sit there for hours and watch the Orioles. You know, watch the Orioles lose, and you know just enjoy <laughs> yourself. You know, o- o- Orioles but, lose or the Ravens win. There you go. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, a good combo. Um, <laughs> Robert, thank you. Next time you're home, man, we, we'll have to definitely hang, get together for a couple of cold adult beverages. And uh, I'll thank you for your time, man. I know you're a super busy guy, and I'm I'm happy to have you on here. And I'm glad you were able to take a couple minutes out for us, man. Thanks so much. Hey, man, this was a pleasure. My best of the fam. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon, my friend. All right, dude. Talk to you soon. guys one more thing just a heads up we have until august 22nd to back this new generation ring so go to mattelcreations.com to sign up and if you want to get that super exclusive watch a man do it by august 13th mattelcreations.com